Hello everyone and welcome to Mindset Unlock and Unlimited Success Stories. This is a platform where I share my thoughts, but also where I explore my mindset and the ones of other human beings who I very much admire in a way or the other. I believe that energy and thoughts are very contagious and that what you listen to feeds your soul and mind. So my goal is also to provide high quality content in the format of both guest episodes and solo episodes where we will question together societal concepts, philosophies of life, and maybe even, who knows, redefine what it means to be human. So enjoy the ride, I hope that you will get inspired, motivated or stimulated in any sort of way possible. Now let's get started! Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Moose. Today's topic is about transitioning from different life cycles, which is something that affects us all, you know, throughout life, some at a faster pace than others, but still, we really all go through it. And what I mean by that is, for example, when you move from being in a relationship to not being in a relationship anymore, okay? Like, that's an example of it. Now, there are two things that I want to say before we go into it. First, I want to give my definition of a relationship, because for most of us, the first thing that our brain goes to when we refer to this word is in a romantic context, right? Uh, you think of a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever. But how I like to think about it, it's in the more general sense of it, more literal sense of it, that it has to do with everything that you are in relation to or everything that you have a relation with. So that can be literally like a family member, your friends, or even your job, the professional environment, or, you know, maybe too like the physical, geographical environment, right? Like with all of that, you have a relationship. And whenever one of those change or comes to an end or you decide to move on, well, you go through what I call a transition phase, which is what I want to talk about today. Now, it leads me to the second thing that I wanted to mention. It's how I choose to think about it and call it a transition. When, you know, most of us, most of society, we refer to closure of a cycle before moving on to the other. And again, it's solely my philosophy, my own opinion. I know we're all entitled to our own thoughts. So please feel free to disagree with me. But like, instead of saying, I want to have closure, I think I want to transition and take my time to do so. Because it's very simple. I see it this way. We never fully close the door right? Do you really completely forget about everything that you lived in your past romantic affair? Or do you completely forget about everything that happened in your past job? The answer is no, because, you know, you learn from it and you keep keep some parts of it within you forever, or at least the memories that you want to keep, well, you keep them, right? And I don't know if you fully decide whatever you want to keep or not, but there's always going to be something present within you. And I think that's beautiful as well, because you learn from it, you move on. And I'm not saying that you keep on focusing your energy to the past, but I'm just saying that, you know, you keep the learnings with you. So that's why I like talking about a transition in the sense that you focus your energy, you decide to focus your energy on something new. 
But as I just explained it, you never completely close the door. So sorry for the over-explaining of concepts, but I just think that a little word questioning never hurts anyone. Now, the main point that I wanted to mention by saying all of this is to truly take time to appreciate all of the moments that you go through, even and especially the ones that you do not feel like you can appreciate or the ones that you do not know how to appreciate. Let me walk you through it. The world moves so fast and more and more, I see it everywhere with my friends, with my family. We are like really incited, really pushed to jump into the next thing, right? Like the what's the next best thing for you to do? And that's that's great. We should always have something next planned. But, you know, look at it from a job perspective, for example. Most of us are not going to quit a job, even if we completely hate it, until we have like another secure option. And again, I know here it's a special case because there's money involved and we all need financial security. And I get that. But let's just pause on the fact and come back to the relationship aspect that we have with everything in our life and compare it to a romantic relationship. I always advise my friends to not jump from a one romantic relationship to another without really truly taking the time of reflecting and learning from what just happened and reflect on what worked, what didn't work, what do I want, what do I not want anymore before going on to the next thing. Because if you just jump into the other thing and you do not take time to process what just happened, well, you're bound to make other mistakes faster and bigger mistakes, right? So I guess my point is, why wouldn't we do this with jobs? Why wouldn't we just quit a job because we don't like it, acknowledge when it's not working anymore, and then simply take time to process everything that just happened and appreciate, again, coming back to the whole idea, appreciate the transition. Like those few days where you're just out of a cycle, like, you know, breathe because you know, trust me, if you're not in the right mindset, you will make poor decisions. And I love to compare a lot of mindsets with sports because I think it speaks to people. So think of an athlete. Before he or she goes into the next competition, into the next matches, like they always rest their body, right? It's pure logic. When you are an athlete, you always take time between matches to reflect on what happened and to rest your body in order to go at the next match, the next competition, more resourced and stronger and more reflected. And it's always in order to improve your next performance. So for me, that's pure logic. So why don't we apply it to romantic relationships, to friendships, to jobs, and really appreciate and take time to process things. So going back to the fact that we always need to have something going on, I have one theory about that, that I really want to go into for today's episode as well. It's no news that today, in this society, etiquettes have a huge place and importance. And whenever you are, for example, single, taken, you know, the job that you do, all of those are etiquettes that 
get attributed to you. You know, I mean, the list is absolutely infinite. It goes on and on. You probably have one in mind right now. So, you know, you can think of an etiquette that has either been attributed to you, that you have attributed to yourself, whatever. You know, it. I really criticize etiquettes in general because I despise them. But again, I, I know it's normal that they're here because it's simpler to describe things and to categorize in terms of communication and when you want to explain something, it's always easier if you have and if you give a general view of an idea, right? But still, I think like there's so much more depth than that in the world, especially in people. Like we are more than just a pretty girl, a rich boy, like we're so much more than all of those etiquettes. But anyway, I know they're here for a reason. But that's not the point that I wanted to make. The point that I want to make is that those etiquettes have more and more importance as society goes on because of what I believe the following reason. Today we have access to all types of information at a fastest pace, you know, at a faster pace than we ever did before. And we have to do what I call fast checks. Let me take you back to a very simple example for you to understand what I'm talking about. Let's take my grandpa in his 20s, back in the 1950s. You take a tiny village in the middle of nowhere in France with 200 inhabitants, right? There were probably five girls his age range. So no real way to meet anyone else, let's say. Well, he probably took the time to know those five girls pretty well before he married one, correct? Or before he even got into a relationship with one, right? Well, today imagine my grandpa with the access of a hundred girls per day, a hundred new girls that he never saw before with social media, dating app, etc. Like, of course, he's not going to take the time to meet those hundred new girls every day. So he's going to go through what I call a first screening. So what is that? It's basically like stopping at etiquettes. So depending on what you want to screen by, and this is absolutely crucial as a point, you will define, you know, who passes the first test and who doesn't. Now, the issue is that a lot of people right now really focus on physical, shallow, empty attributes, such as beauty, such as wealth. You know, we are so much more than those very simple, shallow etiquettes. And I always say this, be careful. You know, I'm all about efficiency. I believe that to have access to a lot allows you to gain more knowledge etc. And it's very efficient at the end of the day because it allows you to find someone that could really interest you, really potentially match you. You know, maybe my grandpa with his five girls in his village, he's going to settle for something because that's the best that he could find to match him. And if he has access to a thousand girls, then he's probably going to find a better match. Like I'm not against that. I think like there's definitely a lot of improvements to have access to a lot. What I'm saying is warning with your screening and your selection process. If you stop and start really breaking down people into categories that are determined by shallow, empty factors, therefore, you're going to miss a lot of opportunity to have actual deep connections. Again, I don't judge if you only want to have fun for a night or whatever your quest is. But if we're talking about having meaningful relationships, 
you know, right now I'm talking about romantic ones, well, you need to be careful what you use as a screening mechanism. So I really like using the book metaphor. You know, if you only judge a book by the color or how pretty it is, then it's going to be amazing if you use it as a decorative element, but probably the content inside it's not going to be the best for you or whatever will fill your soul, whatever. But if you look at a book, you will see that some books you will read the title, some you might then read the back of the book and the first page, some you might probably read only a few pages or a few chapters and then leave it on the shelf. And I really wish that you find someone who like for a book you can read several times and always find a new angle, a new perspective of looking at it each time you read it. But yes, coming back to my initial point, there is an increasing of the importance of having a good etiquette and always, you know, trying to find your next job or being your next successful relationship and always trying to have something that looks good because you're going to be judged by that. And I think that's sad, but it's the way it is. It's how society is. And again, this is why we're here to encourage to go a little bit deeper into things and question things. But well, that was not a so short parenthesis of why I believe etiquettes are so big right now. But again, we can move on. And if you have other theories about why all of that is, I am so interested. So please, again, muse.podcast, M-U-U-S-S dot podcast, uh, DM me. I'm super curious. So yeah, what I wanted to say was take time to get to know people, you know, a job and appreciate also when it ends you know, take time to rest and think what did work, what didn't, what can I do better next time, how can I do it, what did I like and what didn't I like, and, you know, try to reflect, because if we jump over the reflection time, like, how can we know that next time it's not going to happen again in our next relationship, whatever it is, job, friendship, romance, so yeah, just live life and embrace all experiences with gratefulness because all of it, hobbies, moments of life and same when you're not okay, you know, like there is beauty in pain. If you cry, I always say this, like if you cry, it means that you feel alive and that in itself is absolutely amazing and beautiful. So I'm just giving you another perspective to look at things. You do you, but... Yeah, that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys and love you. Bye. So thank you guys for your continuous support. Please like, share, subscribe. Click on that little bell button to be notified for the next upcoming episodes. I wish you all the very best. I love you and thank you again. Bye-bye.